So today we're talking about transitioning from the corporate world to an entrepreneur, why it's important to build a community, and how loving what you do can help you go far. Free Life Friday starts now. It's Free Life Fridays, everyone. Inspiration, motivation, everything you need to live a free life. This is part of the Be Empowered podcast series brought to you by Bank Mobile with a mission to make banking affordable, effortless, and financially empowering. Now here's your host and financial empowerment coach, Ash Cash. All right, so welcome to another episode of Free Life Friday. I am excited about our guest today. We have Philip Taylor, or PT as he is also known, and he is an entrepreneur and CPA who is on a mission to help his readers make extra money, save more money, and spend their money wisely. As the founder of PT Money, Personal Finance, and founder of FinCon, where money and media meet, PT is obsessed with helping his audience fix their finances so they can build their best lives. PT has been featured in Forbes, Fox Business, Men's Health, The Business Insider, and many more prominent media outlets. Ladies and gentlemen, Philip Taylor, a.k.a. PT. How are you, sir? Ash, it's going good, man. It's a pleasure to be on with you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I am so excited to have you on because not only is this a subject matter that is dear to my heart, but your transition, being able to transition from a CPA to a full-time personal finance expert. I want to start there. How did that happen and how has that transition been? You know, I followed in my father's footsteps and got my CPA just like he did, accounting degree spent some time in the corporate finance world in public accounting as well. Uh, just really wasn't ultimately satisfied with that line of work. And so I always knew there was something else out there, maybe an entrepreneurial endeavor or just some type of creative outlet that uh, would make more sense for me. Along comes 2006, I'm getting married and uh, getting really serious about my financial life. Started listening to some Dave Ramsey and getting out of debt and sort of getting my finances in order started reading personal finance blogs and uh, the bell went off in my head. It was like, hey, I've got this CPA. I've got a little financial background myself. Um, but personal finance is different and I can just share my story with money. And so I started in 2007, ptmoney.com. Uh, it's a personal finance website where I share mostly my story with money and then give advice uh, to others for, for kind of following in a, in a similar path, you know, fixing my financial life was really the root of me creating a free life. Um, and so it all started with me getting my finances in order. And once I was able to do that, uh, then things like leaving my corporate life to become a blogger full-time or starting other businesses became a lot easier. No, absolutely, absolutely. So talk to us about that, right? So you make a living from giving advice, talking about your personal story and blogging. How difficult is it to make this your full-time gig? Ash, uh, when I started, it wasn't that difficult. There were not a lot of people uh, out there sharing information online and trying to run a website based off personal finance content like this. So the way it works is I write an article, for instance, something about how I opened up my first Roth IRA, right? Google sends then a visitor to my website to check out that article. And then what I do is I pair my content with advertisements. 
whether that be a banner advertisement or some type of relationship with a broker or bank account. And so that's kind of how the transaction part of it works from a business standpoint. I'm not actually selling a service on my site yet. I may do that in the future, but at this point, I'm just educating the consumer, giving them my two cents on the topic. And then if there's a related product or service or advertiser that relates to it, um, that's kind of how it works. And so, you know, when I first started back in 2007, it was a little easier. It was less competition. It was easier to kind of get some traffic going to the site. But uh, nowadays, what you probably see more, though, is less focus on working with advertisers like like I've done and and working with their own products or services. So selling either some type of uh, premium type of education, like uh, additional books or video courses or some other type of service like that. No, absolutely. And with a larger community of, of personal finance experts, you started a conference where you bring together all of these different personal finance experts. Talk to us a little bit about that. Sure. Uh, a few years into my journey, once I became sort of a full-time blogger, and just really was enjoying the process of building the, the business and talking about personal finance every day on the site. Uh, one of the things I really enjoyed was interacting with other people doing what I do. And so I would meet up with them locally or whenever I would travel, I would look for an opportunity to sort of meet up with them. And uh, that idea really just created the, the concept of you know bringing everyone together under one roof for a big conference. And so that's what we do once a year. We meet at FinCon. Uh, information is at finconexpo.com if you wanted to check it out. But it's it's an annual conference and community of people who love helping folks with their finances. And so they're online sharing it through blog posts, through uh, podcasts like this, or through video channels on YouTube. And using whatever means necessary to basically spread the word about good financial health and uh, and get folks headed in the right direction. Financial stories really... Uh, I think, have the chance of moving the needle with financial literacy in our country. If we would all just talk about money a little more. I think it would uh, improve each other's financial life. Basically, we could get real with the uh, problems that all of us struggle with at some point or time or another and uh, then move past those and get to talking about solutions. And so um, that's what our community does well, and I have the honor to bring them together every year. When we get together, we talk shop, so we talk about Things like how to run a blog, how to start a podcast, how to make the most of your video YouTube channel if you're doing that. And so it's kind of a little industry conference where we do a little bit of content, a little bit of marketing, and a little bit of entrepreneurship. So it's a fun time over four days. We'll be in San Diego this year. We move it around every year, but it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I absolutely love it. And then so what would you say the challenges are in being a full-time blogger, having multiple businesses, what challenges do you face as an entrepreneur? Yeah, some of my biggest challenges for me right now are really the fact that I don't have anyone controlling my schedule. So it's really up to me uh, to set my schedule, whether that be setting an appointment with a client or advertising partner, uh, whether that be producing new content, whether it be something short and quick or something that takes a long time. So it's just a big burden on me to make sure that things get on my schedule and I stay productive. I really enjoy what I'm doing 100%, and so I have no problem waking up on Monday mornings and doing it. Uh, in fact, there's been no more Monday mornings uh, for me since I started doing this. It's really something I rare to do. My wife kind of has to help me shut it down uh, <laughs> every once in a while. I'm obsessed about a little too much, but I think that's how 
we should be working in our lives is doing stuff that we just enjoy so much that you really have to pull yourself away from it. So it's really the time management productivity piece of it, really setting boundaries for myself. I do have a small family, so I want to make sure I spend time with them. You know, in terms of growing my audience and, and sort of growing the business, to me, that part's fun now and exciting. But I, I think maybe what is a challenge for some folks is connecting with others in the community. They may either see them as competitors or feel like they're not worthy of reaching out. Don't make that mistake. I, I think there's a big power in networking, big power in sort of locking arms with a group of people. Even if you can't really connect daily with folks at a higher level, find some folks who are just starting out like you or kind of meeting you where you're at and, and lock arms with them and, and sort of help build each other's businesses and each other's practices as you go. I think that mentality, especially in our community where we're all just in it to help folks with their money, goes a long way toward bringing success towards you, you know, and, and it allows you to kind of have more of a long-term mindset versus just coming into the market, just trying to take, 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 but uh, figuring out ways to, to help others and give and, and be seen as a resource. And I think all that will come back to you eventually. That's at least how it's worked for me. And so that's kind of what I would point people toward. No, absolutely. Appreciate it. And you mentioned that you have a small family and, you know, married. How important is it to have the support of your family in what you're doing, especially as an entrepreneur, as someone who works for himself? Yeah, it, it certainly helps. My, my wife certainly is a partner with what I'm doing. I actually have her on the payroll doing a little bit of stuff with the business. She's mostly a stay-at-home mom, but she does help out. And uh, certainly if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have a lot of support to do what I'm doing, even from the outset. I mean, going from a stable paycheck corporate job to sort of the unknown of entrepreneurship. Um, when, when I didn't at the time, I didn't necessarily have it all figured out. I certainly hadn't matched my corporate income with what I was bringing in on the side with my site. And so there was a lot of risk. And so I think there's a lot of trust needed, um, but also um, my wife's a good communicator. And so we could talk through our financial issues because, again, our own personal finances were a big part of this entrepreneurial journey. And so us being able to talk through the issues and the questions we had. For instance, we were planning on having another baby, you know, and so how are we going to do that without the group health insurance, you know, at the time they didn't have Obamacare. And so, you know, we were kind of facing some of those questions. And I think just communication with each other uh, was important. And we just sort of walked and talked through some of those issues and got to a point to where we were both really comfortable with making the move. And so, you know, I think that's important to have someone like that on your side who's willing to kind of not just be scared of the future or not sort of live in that risk or that fear, but is willing to kind of chase it down and really find the truth behind, you know, issues and find solutions and work through stuff like that. So. No, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So I want to get to know PT a little, a little better, right? So if you could time travel, what piece of advice would you give to yourself 10 years ago? Oh, I love this. I love this question. Uh, I, w I would tell myself to take more risk especially post-college. Once I got my degree, I sort of jumped into a safe, stable corporate existence. And uh, at the time, I wasn't really sure that's what I wanted to do. And I should have taken the time at that point, I think, to take more risk with my life before I had more responsibility. And so, um, yeah, I would say if you're young and just getting started, don't be afraid to not have it all figured out and continually ask questions and and take more risks. You know, if it's starting a business like I did, do it earlier on, you know, give it a shot early. 
Absolutely. All right, last question. This is the Free Life Friday podcast where we give our listeners the inspiration they need to pursue their dreams in order to live a free life. What advice would you give to anyone who is pursuing their dreams? Ash, this is what I would say. I would say that uh, if, if you want to have the freedom to pursue those dreams, then you need to have your financial life figured out. And for me, you know, that was doing something like getting rid of a lot of our bad debts, saving up some, you know, some short-term cash and getting started with our automated savings on long-term stuff. Um, just fix that financial life so that then, you know, you have more freedom to make choices where your, you know, your dreams are a possibility. It's hard to chase them down when you're burdened by money issues. And so fix that first, uh, make that a priority. And then uh, in the future, you'll have that opportunity to chase those dreams without burdens. PT, thank you so much. I truly appreciate your time. If someone wanted to connect with you, where can they find you? Yeah, they can hit me up on Twitter at PT Money, or they can email me at PT at PTMoney.com. I'd love to hear from you. Um, Love hearing stories and sharing stories. So, yeah, let me hear from you. All right, sounds good. PT, thank you again. We appreciate you. Uh, We appreciate all you do. And, again, thank you for being our guest on Free Life Friday. Pleasure, Ash. So there you have it. Philip Taylor, a.k.a. PT of PTMoney.com and the FinCon Conference, here with some key takeaways. One, if you are looking to transition from the corporate world to the entrepreneurial world, it is important that you first get your finances in order. By doing so, it makes the transition a little easier. Two, when on your journey, it is important to build a community that can help support you along your way. They say it gets lonely at the top, but if you work as a team, you will surely reach your goal. As the African proverb says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Three, in order to do good work, you should love what you do. Being an entrepreneur or working in any field takes a lot of grind in order for you to be successful. So if you're not loving it, then you are causing yourself unnecessary stress. And lastly, you need a support system, whether it's your friends, your family, you need a system that's going to help support your dreams, support your goals, and help you get to that next level in life. I am Ash Cash. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Free Life Friday. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. Subscribe to us on iTunes, and I'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to Free Life Fridays, brought to you by Bank Mobile. Be sure to visit us at bankmobile.com and follow us everywhere at Bank Mobile. And don't forget to use the hashtag livefreebankfree. Bank Free.